Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Quantum Leap, your business and life podcast. My name is Bethany London, and I am an energetic VC supporting CEOs and entrepreneurs in multiplying revenues and opportunities of their business through intuitive guidance and energetic healing. I am obsessed with finding and releasing blocks so that you can start receiving the guidance and opportunities that will be bringing you quantum leaps with ease. If you are looking to upgrade your business, life, spirituality, or need a perspective shift to flow, you've come to the right place. Leave it to me to pull out the juicy stories, quantum leap hacks, and how our inspiring guests have tackled obstacles and gotten into the flow to reach new heights of success. My intention is to bring clarity and massive awareness that infinite possibilities are everywhere. Your next moment could be a miraculous one. Thank you for being on this journey with me. Let's uncover their strategies, have fun, and see how we can quantum leap together. All right. Welcome to the Quantum Leap Podcast. We have Sharice, who is an eight-figure business owner and also all about the energy healing, which I am super into, as you all know. So I am excited to learn more about Sharice and how she has quantum leaped in so many ways, I'm sure. And yeah, let's get started. Welcome. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much, Bethany. I'm excited to get to know you better. I've heard quite a bit about you in this short amount of time. Pretty impressive. Uh (laughs) (laughs) So I'm super excited. Thank you. Yes. So I would love, I mean, I would love to hear more. Obviously you you have this eight figure business, but that's not the energy healing, right? Is that the fashion? Yeah, that's the image consulting side, the coaching. Uh, I've been a hairstylist for 30 years. And 16 years ago, I started my image consulting company. And I, um, about about seven or eight years ago, I started the coaching, you know, helping other beauty professionals uh, leverage their expertise, their knowledge, you know, helping them teach what they know uh, and turn their spaces into six-figure businesses uh, without, you know, because so many people sit around and don't know how to see their space, you know, as, as valuable as it is. So mm-hmm. I just come in and help them see it more valuable and monetize every single space, monetize their experience, their relationships, you know, just help them make more money what they like love. but like difference is it for the salon owners then yeah. salon owners and beauty professionals okay yes amazing yes. wow that was the quantum leap for me you know going into the coaching and teaching space the mentoring space yeah so was that something that just came to you and you're like I, I see potential for other people and they don't get it and I want to support them like how did you end up there it came through my own struggles 
You know, I had so many struggles in it. When I started out in the beauty industry, it was so amazing. You know, I made a lot of money coming out the gate. And um, as life transitioned, you know, I made a move from Dayton, Ohio to Atlanta, Georgia, a much bigger city, uh, which is where, you know, I was able to expand my expertise and my knowledge. But at the same time, you know, the struggles and the challenges came as well. So once I opened up, my first salon and image consulting business, uh, that's when the struggles came with all the cuteness, you know, of being a next level entrepreneur came the craziness, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and as time went on, you know, a lot of people, I was probably one of the newer and first entrepreneurs, um, in my space, you know, that had moved to a bigger city and, uh, opened up a pretty huge business, you know, and, people were coming to me back and, you know, just back and forth, back and forth. Sharice, how did you do this? How did you do that? How'd you start your business? You know, even from the startup to, hey, I'm struggling. And I realized like, oh, I'm going to have to help other people. So that means I'm going to have to educate myself more. <laughs> I'm going to have mm -hmm. to make sure that I know exactly what my, uh, what the trajectory was, you know what I mean? Um, how did I get here? How did I get from there, from where I was in Dayton, Ohio, to Atlanta, Georgia, booming to struggling? You know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. People needed help. And then rebuild. And then rebuild. Exactly. So, the did you hire a coach build. or you just started writing stuff down about everything you were learning? I'm curious. Yeah, definitely documenting, you know, I learned to document early, uh, not realizing at that time the social media was going to become a thing, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. um, but definitely documenting. And I have a really good friend, uh, Stephanie Sinclair, who uh, was, we've been friends forever. I used to mentor her. <laughs> and then uh, okay. as we got older, she became a mentor because she got into the metaphysics and she was like, you need to be teaching like, Sharice, you need to be teaching. And I'm like, okay, I know, but how? You know, how do I? Because at that time, I didn't understand about the actual, like, charging people. I was used to servicing people, not coaching people. You know what I mean? So that right there mm -hmm. was a huge leap for me, you know, learning how to actually teach people my expertise and trust it. Like at that point in time, I had to believe in myself on another level. When I was struggling, Bethany, you know, people were coming to yes. me for help, but I was struggling. Like, how can I help you when I'm struggling? Yes, yes, yes. But well, every, I'm like, I'm a firm believer. Everything shows up for us to elevate us. Absolutely. So everyone's showing up for you to elevate you and yes. you can learn yes. from them. You learn from yourself. Yeah, absolutely. It's Life does not happen to you. It happens for you. Yes, yes exactly. Yes, for sure. So did Stephanie get you into the, the healing aspect of it? Um, Stephanie really got me into the coaching aspect and introduced me okay. to the healing aspect of it. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Shanae Norvell, really got me into the healing. Um, she is a master mm -hmm. in the Reiki. And I've I thought I had a gift, wasn't quite sure, you know, um, but I had to go start doing my research and my homework <laughs> and 
realize like, oh, oh, I know how to, I know how to shift energy. You know, I know, I know this thing, this is a gift for me, you know, and I did go into um, some research as far as, you know, what are my spiritual gifts, you know, natural spiritual gifts. And of course it's healing with the type of work that I did and loving it, but it was a next level to it. So um, when I realized that I had the, the gift of the energy shifting and healing, that's when I went to educate myself to another level because I'm like, it's Amazing. real. It's real. Yeah. It's definitely totally. real. So especially, when did you start or go ahead? Well, I was going to say, especially with the type of work that I do, you know, dealing with women every day, you know, I was dealing with their crowns. I was dealing with, you know, I was a counselor. I was a therapist, you know, so I was hearing, you know, the things that they were going through. I was going through their challenges with them from their children to their friends, to their relationships, marriages, you know, illnesses. So, yeah, no, I get I it. I, I was to. talking to my girlfriend today and she's like, sometimes I just feel like I'm a, a portal for clearing. I'm like, yeah, I get you. Some of my clients, I just sit on the phone and I yawn the whole time while they're venting yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I'm just it's releasing, just, releasing, release for them, yeah. like release for them and, and actually mm -hmm. show them how to release, because that's one of the things, Bethany, that I saw they weren't releasing you know, women were coming in so overwhelmed. I'm talking about high level eight figure women who didn't know how to release, you know, who didn't meditate. They didn't do yoga. They didn't yeah. even, some of them weren't even working out yet. You know what I mean? So they, they just weren't there when it came to the release. Mm -hmm. I get it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so powerful once you, once people can connect those dots, but you know, we can yeah. only lead a horse to water. Can't make him yeah. drink. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, you can be the example. You know, I'm a yes. firm believer in being the example. I don't, I don't like the whole preaching thing, you know, or in just trying to make you understand, you know, if we're not connecting, it's okay. I'll be the example. I'll, I'll, I'll work with you from where you are, you know, that's fine. But that's a part of the, the healing work discernment you know you have to be able to discern you know where a person is and what is it that they need and what space do they need it from yeah so when did you start your like this aspect of the business and when did you bring the energy healing into it I'm curious okay so the energy healing I, I got my certification my first certification about four years ago okay so uh, that's when I took it really, really serious and understood like it's more than, you know, cause I always kept my space very Zen. Okay. I knew when people walked in, I knew their energy shifted and changed. You know, I always had the type of people in who would be supportive and encouraging of other people. But there was just a moment when someone walked in and she, I could see her just wanting to fall over right? She, she looked oh, wow. like she wanted to fall over. She was so heavy, Bethany. And I had tears in my eyes because I was servicing other people. But you know what happened? I had someone in there who I was connected to. I knew she was an energy healer as well. And we would com have conversations and talk like how you and I would. And I said, hey, yeah. I said, I have a, a client in here that I think needs some work 
are you, do you feel, you know, do you have it on your heart <laughs> to do some yeah. work for me? You know, because it wasn't a moment for me to step in because guess what? I wasn't there and I wasn't quite equipped because I was working on someone else, but this person was equipped. I said, and I have some, you know, separate rooms in my space where, you know, you can kind of duck off and take some time. And she said, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where is she? And the moment she saw her, she just fell into her arms. And they went off into mm -hmm. the other room and she did her work. And she she came out release you know like it was the beginning yeah. of a different type of release for her but that I knew oh. then for sure it was the type of space that I wanted I need women to come in and be able to begin at least begin and start to understand the type of release that you need you know the type of work that it takes uh, to begin yeah. the healing you know well and what a gift you are to see that and recognize that and be able to like orchestrate and everyone just, yeah. it was so lined up. Everyone was there. Yeah, I believe in mm -hmm. true alignment. You know, I don't want to operate in any other way. I want to be in alignment yeah. with my assignment, you know? <laughs> oh, I like it. Okay, so let's talk about that because to me, alignment is all about ease, fluidity. So I'm curious, how do you ba balance? We're going to get really into this. This is kind yeah. of like a huge topic to me right now. The masculine and the feminine. The feminine to me is fluid and in alignment. The masculine, there's that push the force energy. So I'm curious mm -hmm. how you separate the two or balance the two for yourself in business. Yeah. So of course, you know, being in business, I've been an entrepreneur since I was like 20 or so. So I've been an entrepreneur yeah. consecutive years consistently. I've never had a job out of high school. So very masculine energy. That means I make my own money. I create... <laughs> I create my own money, right? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, they call that a hustler, right? <laughs> and while- Very masculine. Was, yeah, while that energy was really cute for a while, it was popular. You know, I realized as I got older, I'm like, this is not fun. It's not attractive. It doesn't even feel good, you know? And- I was, I didn't realize it, but I was more attracted to the ease and the flow, but I didn't know how to make it happen, right? Because I was in the hustle mode all the time. And I'm like, this couldn't be, this couldn't be life, Bethany. Like this couldn't be, <laughs> this couldn't be the way this thing has to end. So yeah. Uh, you know, once I realized, you know, I'm not going to share my age, <laughs> but once I started, yeah. I, don't, I was just playing about that. I don't mind sharing my age. But as I got older, I just realized like, even the way things look, I believe, you know, after a woman is of a certain age, things should be luxury. Things should be ease and absolutely flow. Okay. And you know why, you know, how you get there you get there by aligning things, letting things align instead of forcing things, right? So at that time in my business, I had to start moving things around so that I was not always in the hustle, okay? And, and just hustling and bustling. And I did that by creating a schedule that worked for me in my lifestyle that made me feel good. Okay, I no longer allow the clients to master me, 
to control me. So that was one of the first keys for me. I had to create a schedule that worked for me and I'm an early bird. So people think that me getting up at 4 a.m. in the morning going to work is crazy. I love it because guess what? I'm done by noon, 11 o'clock, sometimes 10 o'clock. <laughs> and then I can go take me a nap or have lunch, you know, have cocktails with a friend, whatever it is I want to do. And then I can, you know, get into the space of my other work, right? Because I also learned the lesson of, I couldn't go from the hustle and bustle work straight into the flow work. They were absolutely two different things. So the question you asked, how did I separate? I had to separate through my meditation, you know, through my connection with source, you know, through the yoga, through a walk, you know, it might just be a walk after work or a, just a simple nap, like whatever it was that could take me to a quiet space so I could think and create, you know? Right. And ground yourself. And ground myself. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Okay. So you definitely felt the shift though, and you worked to balance to like the flow side, yes. the flow side. Yeah. The flow side. Yeah. It was a huge yeah. shift for me and it was not easy. It wasn't easy at all because imagine mm-hmm. trying to flip your clients to where you want them to be when you're used to, okay, so what do you need? For years and years, it was about, okay, so I'm here for you. What do you need? And I was single. I didn't get married until late in life. Um, I got married at 40, got divorced by 50. But uh, I, so all those okay, years. I'm like, yeah, you look amazing. You look amazing. <laughs> thank, you, thank you. But I, um, oh, that's because of the work, Bethany, the ease and flow. I know it lightens you up, right? You can physically see differences in people's like looks when, yeah, yeah, lighter, they're lighter. That's part of the work as well. And, uh, you know, showing people like, hey, if you lighten yourself up, if you take that, some of that load off, you'll look younger, you'll feel younger, you know, you'll move differently, you know, but if they're not there to get it, they're just not, you know, and I'm not going to beg and plead, but I'll be the example. Like I said, I'll just be the example. Um, but yeah, learning that flow and what difference it made in my life, I was like, oh, okay. I, I started to understand the work. Like when you're doing the work on yourself, you know, <laughs> like you're actually going through the leaps you know, the manifestations and like living it and embodying it, like then you can really work. I think Bethany, like when you live the work, I think then you can really truly work. Right. So did your bow, I'm curious, did your company exponentially grow once you started tuning into the flow? Did you notice a difference there? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was a difference. Um, the difference for me, which is what, so think about it. I was programmed to think that the harder you work, the more money you make. Right. So it, it honestly didn't make sense that I was flipping my business the opposite way. So it actually, you know, I've kind of stumbled up on it. You understand? Like I'm thinking Mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know, work harder. Although I flipped this side of the business to work for me more flow. I thought I was going to have to go work so much harder on the other side, right? And 
what happened was I loved it so much. I love it. Like I love these conversations, you know, the one-on-ones. I love the groups, you know, the camaraderie. I love the connections. Like it makes me so happy to see the light bulbs go off in women when they get the work. When all I'm doing is just sharing my journey, you know, sharing the experiences mm-hmm. with my friends, you know, my new friends and friends I've been with forever yeah. and their journeys, like that's the work. And for me, that's ease and flow. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So let's get into some of the like brass tacks because I was telling Sharice, I'm like, Sharice, I couldn't really find you online anywhere. So how are you running an eight? figure business <laughs> well well the which is awesome is, well I'm online actually like I'm on Instagram Facebook you know I have a website yeah. but you're probably you were probably looking under um Sharice so I did have a name change because I was married and I got divorced so mm. it could have been that for you um my uh yeah. social channels are show up with Sharice B so it just could have been that little glitch right there um but yeah. You know, I am high ticket, okay? Uh, and that, you know, that kind of speaks for itself because the type of women that I work with, if they don't understand anything, Bethany, they understand about investing in themselves. <laughs> they are Amazing. big. So think about it. It's the beauty industry. Yeah. Right. So Mm -hmm. they understand investing in themselves. Now, it may be mm, a bit of a challenge to get them there as far as like the mindset work and understanding like, wait a minute, you're going to teach me how to reprogram and it costs how much? (laughs) But no, (laughs) you know, (laughs) it's so much bigger than that. They really want to hear women really want to hear that they're going to get a lot of physical change. They're going to lose weight or they're going to go shopping and get some amazing clothes or something like that, something visible, something tangible, right? Right. But that's right. where that shifting, it, yeah, that's where that shifting in the mindset happens. I believe firmly, if you're not shifting your mind, you're not going to be able to shift anything. And I'm not about any fake makeovers. You know what I mean? So it's funny, especially with the beauty professionals. <laughs> They, you know, they have been behind the chair for so long uh, and servicing people and, you know, just really giving of themselves and not necessarily investing in their well-being, you know, investing in just in themselves overall. They're just givers, 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 you know, so that space. And they're taking on so much energy of all the clients. That's That's what I'm like. It's basically a therapy session for everybody that comes. But guess what? If you don't know how to manage mm-hmm. that, you're going to break down. You're going to be the one <laughs> not behind the chair anymore, sick, overwhelmed, you know, just, just not knowing how to manage because you've taken on everyone else's, which is uh, one of the reasons why I ended up having to really teach myself how to uh, release the energy. Once I'm off work, I had to learn how to release the energy and I had to learn how to protect and cover myself before, you know, I went to work. So for imagine all the years that I didn't know how to do that. And then once I finally figured that out, it's like, oh my gosh, this is the key to everything. Like, I think I can really work now because think about when I was going through my own 
stuff. That is how I ended up writing the book we're going to talk about, The Feeling Good as Hell Formula. I was going through it, Bethany. I was going through yeah. a whole divorce and I still had to serve women. And the one thing I constantly thought about, like, I cannot, I cannot, I cannot put this energy on another woman, you know, and there's no way, like, how can I make sure that I'm not exchanging any negative energy, you know, with her? So that is when I really, you know, learned about clearing, you know, clearing myself, you know, but not just a one-time thing. I had to do it daily. You know, I would yeah. sometimes I would see 10, 15 women a day, Ooh, you know, so I'm having a I don't even like working with that many, like, I don't like working with more than like two, maybe three in a day. Yeah, exactly. But that's what I yeah. was programmed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, before I shifted my business, that was the hustle. That was the masculine, right? You know, that was the hustle and yeah. bustle of it. And what we thought was so cute, you know, how we made so much money. You know, I was making, I was making six figures in my twenties. So, so good. that hustling hard hustling real hard but it was so cute but that is definitely you know where where the shit happened uh and how I had to I had to figure out how to manage and how to be able to show up for my women uh and really be truly a hundred percent there at least at that time at least 60 80 percent there for them when I was going through my divorce and you know um business wasn't as business did wasn't like it is now you know what I mean so I uh that's where my book came from and I realized if I'm not healing if I'm not constantly evolving if I'm not truly loving and truly living it what I'm not going to make it out here you know I'm not going to make it (laughs) so and then I the minute that I shared that I was going through a divorce, do you know, I kid you not, Bethany, I kid you not, nine other women in my circle and in my tribe admitted that they were going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, vulnerability is powerful. And I was just, because, you know, I got I got sick and tired of them asking the same question. How's the family? how's this how you know how's everyone da, 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 da. and I, I I got sick Stop. of it I got sick of lining, <laughs> you know and just putting up the front yeah. until finally one day I said to one client and she said oh my god I am too I had no idea Sharice so now here we are sitting up here crying <laughs> girl like babies but I also realized like wow you sharing that and getting it off your chest really helped her because the position she was in she couldn't share it wasn't a time for her to share it was too way too political you know and guess what she had to trust me with that information as well and she could yeah you know yeah beautiful so how um how did you go from the struggle to the the quantum leaping in the business like how did you like, is it mostly word of mouth? I'm curious, you know. Yep, a lot of word of mouth and a lot of just showing up. <laughs> like, I know you're like, yeah. I can't find her. But, you know, within my tribe. No, I'm like, like, that's a testament to you, though. That's like a testament to like what you built without the need. I mean, 
Yeah. So yeah. It's a love hate relationship there with the socials. It is a love hate. It's, it's a serious love hate relationship. Uh, <laughs> but the thing about it is, you know, building community. That's one thing I, I really, you know, really try to focus on with my women is building community. If you want to do business, if you want to, you know, have a community, you have to show up, you have to be consistent, you know, no matter where you're showing up, be consistent somewhere, you know, and I fortunately before this whole social media craze, I had built a really amazing community. So Mm -hmm. if I say, Hey guys, whether it is a email text message or word of mouth if I say hey guys I'm doing something whatever it may be they're going to show up you know and I was spoiled with that um and then when the social media craze came in I'm like wait a minute hold on I got to get on on social media and do all of what now (laughs) so I am really embracing that the social media now I realize how important it is Uh, but also what I want you know, women who are of a certain age to realize, don't forget about who you are. Don't forget about how you started business. You know, we were literally out rubbing elbows, you know, going out networking face to face, you know, calling people on the phone. Don't forget who you are and where you came from. And yes, we have to, we're going to have to adapt to these trends and, you know, this new way of this digital world. We have to, and I'm having fun with it, but it's necessary. You know, you're going to be, uh, are you going to be um, Blockbuster or Netflix? <laughs> Make a choice. <laughs> Make a choice. You well, know, Netflix and- did a really good job at pivoting, obviously, but yes. <laughs> uh, right, exactly, exactly. So you we, know, all get, we all get to pivot. We yeah. all get to pivot. Thank God for that. You know, and, and social media really, um, it can be fun, you know, but it is a love-hate relationship. Uh, for a lot of people, uh, even the young ones, you know, I hear them complain a lot too about having to show up the way they do because of what they put out there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't heard that. Yeah. 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 A lot of them are tired, you know, of having, because they started from there. They were born into the digital world, you know, so that's right. what they have to do. That's how they built their businesses off of the digital world, the, the network, the uh, internet, period, Instagram. I have, I have one of my students, she is, she built everything off of Instagram. She cleared 3 million two years ago. She's only 21. All Instagram. So it's, it's a different world. Totally different world. <laughs> It is, it is, but it's fun you have to make it fun you know you have yeah. to be able to have fun figuring it out right right yeah. so good um okay so I'm curious one of the things I always love to dive into is childhood I'm curious how your childhood has shaped where you are now like where what's the bridge there I would say, um, starting off, my uh, my aunts were beauty professionals, uh, so I was in the salon all day, every day, <laughs> uh, in the summer, <laughs> in the summertime, and there was an exchange there, you know, with 
women coming in just uh, hey you know and the exchange of them you know making them beautiful making them more beautiful by doing their hair and their makeup and you know just sprucing them up and then there was this money exchange and then I would see my aunts and the other ladies in the salon brighten up and then the ladies would be beautiful and then they walked out happy my aunts were happy I was like oh I like that I like that. So I feel like very early on, I somehow understood that exchange of women helping women, women exchanging money, women exchanging energy. So as a young athlete, I would always dress my my uh, teammates like, hey, y'all, we got to look good after after the game, you know, so get get dressed up and look cute <laughs> and then even yeah. in college you know I made it through college two years girl I was in there styling people dressing people I was like you know what this is not my thing I was like I'm gonna go ahead and go to cosmetology st- school and I yeah. love it I aced it and it all made sense and this is where I am today you know so very early on I kind of had an idea of loving to see women looking and feeling good and the correlation that it had with their confidence and with belief in themselves you know yeah yeah well and I'm like you're making me think of one of my good friends she's uh she's a hairstylist she always makes me feel amazing about myself. Like she just knows like the perfect things to say where I'm like, oh my God, you're melting my heart right now. (laughs) No, because we, we are the ones that see, we can see something you can't see and we get the sculpted for you, you know? So it's a true gift. It's a real, real amazing gift. And then when, you know, I felt really um, honored to have that gift and then the energy gift yeah. as well, because I know they go hand in hand, you know? Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. So good. So good. I love this. Um, okay. So you're, we're promoting your book, feeling good as hell. Mm-hmm. Are we promoting you, like your courses? Like, is it a court? What is it? Is it one-on-one? Well, is it group so, mastermind? Yeah. So the feeling good as hell formula is actually the book. Okay. It's a seven okay. day guide uh of you know helping you reprogram yourself realign reimagine reinvent yourself okay and um there's also an emotional detox in the book so if you want to really take that thing to the next level you know at the end of the book there's an emotional detox that you can take but that's something uh, that I require uh, from all of my clients that I do take into my program uh if because that is going to be the shift that will happen for them in order to start to understand the work that has to happen in order to (laughs) get to where you need to be. Because if you can't, if you can't make that shift, like you said, your childhood, like, you know, what has, could have happened in your childhood that could be blocking you right now? Because I didn't speak about that part, but, um, there's something in your childhood that could absolutely be blocking you from your programming today, you know, that we didn't yep. understand with the subconscious work. When I l- started learning about the subconscious work, I realized why, where's my money? Like, wh- why am I working so hard and not making the money that I was making when I was younger? But when I was younger, I wasn't, I wasn't really working under those blocks, I didn't think. But as I got older, yeah. 
I think a lot of the subconscious was like boiling up, you know, and it just started to show up and it started blocking, you know, I think some insecurities were showing up. I think things that I didn't even belong to me was showing up. You know, oh, and yeah. it was blocking. Just I couldn't think straight. I could. I was overwhelmed all the time. Uh, I just couldn't. You know, get in that space of just making more money. But once I honestly uh, started the subconscious work and understood that I was programmed that you know we didn't have enough money. Um, you know, money didn't grow on trees. They always have more than what we have we won't have that they have that not us we can't do yeah, that separation. we can only do this you know when I realized realized that that's what was happening and boiling up in me I had to do my work I had to do my work when it happened I started to focus do what I had to do which was not easy because the reprogramming for me that meant I had to create some strategy. Uh, I had to create some, because I, I'll admit, I, in early years, I didn't have a strategy. I didn't have a real strategy. You know, I had, I would say I had great customer service and a certain strategy of showing up in business. But other than that, I really didn't have any type of strategy. I was just out here flowing. <laughs> you know, just moving along. <laughs> when I hit the wall, the brick wall, I had, that's when I had to completely dismantle. I had to be dismantled and become someone else in order to become the woman I really wanted to be. So I couldn't allow myself to hit that brick wall and not face myself, you know, really truly yeah. face the challenges and the childhood and, you know, the things that I had not changed, the shortcuts that I had taken, you know what I mean? That helped, that really pushed me into the brick wall. Just thinking that, oh, well, we can do it this way. Don't have to worry about that, you know, because things were easy then. But on this side of life, no, it wasn't going to be that easy. You know, it had to be some strategy, had yeah. to be some discipline, some self-awareness, you know? So that is what that book is all about. Um, that From that book, it. you know, when people come into my funnel, um, they first come to the funnel or the quiz and then, you know, they want to work further with me. If I'm not doing an event at the time and upselling an event, uh, I bring them into my cash reinvention system, which is where I start them, the beauty pros and the entrepreneurs with the program, the mastermind. Yeah. Yeah. But it, start, it has to start with the feeling good as hell formula. Yeah, help. She said, feeling good as hell, which is healing, evolving, loving, and living. <laughs> yeah, it's the type of hell you want, Bethany. It's yeah. The type of hell yeah. You want. <laughs> I love it. I know yeah. I've been working on reframing. Every time I'm saying hell yes, I'm like, no, 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 heaven yes, heaven yes. <laughs> yeah, but, but I know, could just use yours. I could use yeah. yours hell. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, there's some history behind it. If you if you go look up the origin of hell, it's not it's not the hell we know. Yeah. It's not the hell we know. So I, I had to do some homework on it. Ooh, and um, yeah, it's not. So I'll send you the information. Hell is not the hell we've been taught about. So that's what also made me feel confident in, in using the hell, the, the acronym, because, you know, I made it the acronym, but I also, you know, one of my best friends is a, um, she's the first lady. 
<laughs> and a pastor. So she told me, she's like, I want you to speak about the feeling good as hell formula. She's like, but I don't know how the church is going to take it. I was like, when I break it down to them, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. But it's just mm -hmm. hell. It's not like it's a cuss word, but you know, sometimes the religious folks, they get caught up, but they love it. Oh, they yeah. love it. When I break it down to them, they love it. I love, I mean, there's just so much behind words. I, this morning I was, someone was talking about the word confident, which really means with faith. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. So like, we have to okay. go back to the origin of words. Right. Yeah. It's so important. You know, what are you really saying? Yep. You are so yeah. right, Bethany. Yep. And then someone was saying conceited and I'm like, you be conceited as, as you want, because all it means is with thought, <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. just, just go there, own it, yes. you be yes. with thought. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, and it's funny, you know, when you open yourself up uh, to just learning more and growing more, you know, you mm -hmm. learn things like that and you realize like, oh, wow, it's freeing. It, it, it's a freedom. It's a yeah. type of freedom. Oh, yeah. And I strongly feel like we have been programmed into yes, yes. the way we think on purpose. And yes. now I am aligned to your, what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. for sure. We, we are meaning making machines and a lot of our meanings that we've created about things are really from society and what we've been taught. Absolutely. It's not actually our truth. It's not <laughs> someone else's. Yeah. That's why it's not even their truth. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, you have to do your own homework and your studying and, um, you know, you can't even trust, honestly, until you've truly done the work, you can't trust what you say or think, you know, part yeah. of programming. So yeah, yeah. So release the programming. Yes. All right. Release <laughs> the programming. Let's get back to truth. Yes. Okay. So what would you say? What would three tools in your toolbox would you share for quantum leaping in business and life with mm -hmm. our audience? Uh, accountability, like take full responsibility for where you are, you know, let go of where you come from and what you've been through, you know, let it, if you can tell the story if you're ready for that you know, as part of the business, that's fine, but let it go. It's not who you are anymore, you know, and take, take accountability for where you are. It's okay. So you can continue to move and flow where you want to be, you know, and you have to, you have to become disciplined. You know, a lot of us don't realize how important the discipline is. You have to become someone who does what they say they're going to do in order to get the things you desire. You know, you can say it, you can dream it all day. You can hope it, you can wish it all day, but you're never going to get there if you don't have the discipline, you know? So, and I mean, past the motivation, the inspiration and the motivation, we're past that. You have to be disciplined to get what you want, right? And become self-aware. Like, why do I have some of the same habits thoughts why do I keep finding myself in the same situation you know years and years over and over you know why why am I picking the same friends the same men the same jobs that aren't get, getting me where I want to oh, be yeah. you have to become self-aware like why it's the programming a lot of people don't understand this language Bethany as you know but that's why we're here 
you know, to open up the door, exactly. to enlighten, you know, to yep. share the light, you know, mm-hmm. because some people will never, ever hear Oprah's voice, Tony Robbins' voice, you know, but they'll hear your voice and it'll resonate with yeah. them. And then it'll enlighten them. And then they'll say, I want to listen to her. I want to hear her. That's the voice I want to hear. That's the person that I want to be yeah. like. And if, if that's what we're here for, hey, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, you got to find who who resonates with you that yeah. is supporting you and yeah, calling you forward. Yeah, yeah. so it's absolutely yeah. the accountability, the discipline and the self-awareness for me. I love it. And I just, I don't know why, but this keeps coming up. So I'm going to ask, what gets you out of bed in the morning? <laughs> Knowing that I'm the light, you know, knowing that I have the light that will really truly change someone else's life, you know, um, because I remember days when I did not think I was the light, when I didn't feel like the light, (laughs) you know, when I was super dim. So knowing that I am the light and that I can actually change someone else's life by just being me and who I am, not being anyone else in this world. That is what gets me out of bed. Beautiful. I love it. So good. Yes, you are the light woman. <gasps> light well, thank you light. so much. That's right. That's right. Yeah. All, all our community. High vibe. High vibe only, please. High vibe. High vibe. <laughs> I love it. It's been such a joy. Oh my goodness. I know. Thank you. That was a good flowing session (laughs) that's what we do right we the light attracts the light and then we flow (laughs) and then we flow and then that's just what it is amazing well thank you for joining us today and sharing all your beautiful nuggets thank you so much for having me and i am sure i'll see you again (laughs) thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you loved what you heard be sure to subscribe and let me know by leaving a review iTunes. It fuels me to keep bringing you more juicy guests. And if you aren't already following me on social media, check out at Bethany London on Instagram, L-O-N-D-Y-N, that's the cool factor, (laughs) or go to BethanyLondon.com for healing opportunities, courses, and additional thoughts. And don't hesitate to create some IG stories tagging me and our guests with your favorite quotes so we can reshare them. I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, wishing you that quantum leap. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. 
but I like airplane. I know you do, but WannaBet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.